welcome to Holistic Health Made Simple, where you will find health solutions to set you free from the overwhelm of diet culture and frustration with the ever-changing health rules. We go beyond the calorie and diet dogma to equip you to be healthy through simple changes to real food, mindset, and lifestyle. Hey, I'm Jolene. I'm a nutritional therapy practitioner, wife, furry guardian, and non-bendy yogi. Like you, I spent years chasing skinny instead of health. I finally learned that I needed to take a holistic approach to health and give my body what it needed to thrive. If you are ready to find a health plan that is tailored to you and your current health, solutions that are broken down into simple steps to make it easier to implement, results that are undeniable like more energy, improved mood, better sleep, and fat loss, this is the podcast for you. Pop in those headphones, take a deep breath, and let's get Hey, hey there. Did you know what goes up must come down? Today, we are talking about the glucose roller coaster, the energy roller coaster, basically the highs and lows we get throughout the day, and we're always reaching for that little snack or that pick-me-up, soda, coffee, whatever it is to kind of boost our energy back up because we've crashed, come crashing down, and we need to have this stable energy. So today, we're going to talk specifically about regulating your blood sugar, what it is, what it does and some simple tips that anyone can do to help blunt these spikes of the roller coaster coming up so we don't come crashing down. So let's dive into what blood sugar is first and foremost. Just an FYI, blood glucose, blood sugar, pretty much used interchangeably, they are the same thing. It is the level of glucose that is flowing through your bloodstream. Now normally, When we're at rest, we're not eating, we're not digesting, we have about a teaspoon flowing through our system at a time. So how do we get these spikes? When we eat a meal full of simple carbohydrates specifically, it causes the glucose to rise high quickly because they're simple, they digest fast, they end up in the bloodstream really fast. And then our body will release insulin, which is a storage hormone, but it takes it and it takes this glucose out of the bloodstream and puts it everywhere that it needs to be in the muscle cells as quick energy and then in fat cells to be stored to be used later. That's the crash. So when we have a lot of simple carbohydrates, that's when we have the spike and then the insulin gets released because we don't, our body likes to keep it tight, one teaspoon through the bloodstream. So insulin gets released and starts shuttling all the glucose everywhere. And that's when we get the crash. Now, I'm talking specifically, we get these spikes from simple carbohydrates because simple gets digested quickly. It gets processed quickly. It ends up in the bloodstream quickly. Now, if we're eating too many meals full of simple carbohydrates, our insulin will keep getting released our cells will start to shut down and no longer accept what the insulin's delivering. And that's when we have insulin dysregulation, which is known as insulin um, resistance, which can lead to diabetes, prediabetes, and all sorts of other problems. So oftentimes when we talk about regulating our blood sugar, we're also talking about regulating our insulin because they go hand in hand. So one of the key things when we talk about insulin regulation versus glucose regulation, which they're kind of all tied together. I already said that, but insulin is your storage hormone. 
It's also considered your master hormone because when it's out of balance, all your other hormones are out of balance. But as a storage hormone, if you are eating, let's say, every two to three hours like we were told in the 80s, um, you're constantly storing. Your body's always in digestion and storage mode. So it's really hard for it to tap into what's been stored. Yes, it will use what you're eating as energy, but not all of it. And if we're trying to maintain a healthy weight or get to a healthy weight, we want to be able to tap into our stores. So by controlling this energy roller coaster or glucose roller coaster, we start tapping into those stores and um, having more even keel energy, but also being able to help to maintain that healthy weight that we're all so desperately trying to achieve. Can you just dream of always having a constant state of energy without those highs and lows? Now there's going to be a rare occasion where you're going to eat something and have that dip, but for the majority of the time to have an even keel of energy without drastically changing your diet. Now, if all you're eating is junk food, I take the drastic because you're going to drastically change your diet. But if you're eating real whole foods, there are ways that you can blunt these spikes of energy so that you have the constant flow of energy. And some of these um, ways to blunt the spikes will even help on those days that you aren't eating good. You're eating off plan or I don't like to say cheating because I don't think we're cheating. We're just having a day where we're making other choices than our healthy whole foods. So how do we blunt these spikes? Let's dive in. The first way I suggest everybody to start blunting these spikes is get yourself a bottle of apple cider vinegar. And I want you to get the raw one with the mother, which is the cloudy one. Shake it up every time. Take a tablespoon inside your water before you have your meal. Um, do not shoot it straight, it is burning. Make sure you drink it through a straw or if you do it with a diluted shot, rinse out your mouth because um, it is acidic and it can cause some issues with enamel on your teeth. I drink it all the time through a straw, not had a problem. I mean, I found that I actually enjoy the taste of apple cider vinegar, so that's just me. But why it works is because apple cider vinegar contains a form of short chain fatty acids that improves your insulin sensitivity. So it basically allows the cells to open to take stuff in without having to release excess insulin. Uh, so it reduces your glucose without having an excessive amount of insulin being released, which is perfect. So remember, dilute a tablespoon into some water and drink prior to a meal. It will help. It also aids in digestion. So if you get indigestion from some fattier foods or meat, it will also aid in that. The next thing to do is to focus on starting your meals with fiber. Start your meals with a simple leafy green vegetable, mostly salad um, with some light dressing, not a full-on loaded salad, just green leafy vegetable, have it about, you know, first before you have anything else. That's why a lot of people will have a salad starter. They'll put a little dressing on it. And a pro tip, if you want to get, you know, both things in there, is dress your vegetable with apple cider vinegar and some olive oil. Then you don't have to take the apple cider vinegar separately and you get the win-win of blunting the spike with the fiber. Because basically what fiber does is it slows down the absorption of glucose 
So it helps slow down the glucose being released and it blunts the spike. Anytime we can slow the glucose of getting out of our digestive tract and into the bloodstream, it helps re, uh, reduce the amount of insulin needed. So it's really, really important that when you're looking at these different ways of doing it, that that's what they're doing is they're providing ways where we're not having excess insulin having to be released to reduce these spikes. The next one is to prioritize protein at your meals. Protein, again, slows down the digestion. So that will also help flatten your spike. The next one is kind of common sense, exercise. Exercise definitely always helps with the glucose uptake, but moving specifically after a large meal, after any meal, but a large one especially, walk. Go take a walk for as little as 15 minutes. It will help your muscles uptake extra glucose so it doesn't need the insulin to do that. Um, you don't necessarily, maybe you don't have time to go for a walk or it's bad weather or whatever. Do 30 or so squats. March in place. Dance around your house like nobody's watching. Do something to move just to get your body going enough to get that absorption of the glucose up into your muscles so that you don't need extra insulin to get it there. The fifth one on my list is going to make a lot of people sad. Ditch the sugary drinks and that includes fruit juice. Fruit juice specifically we were told was healthy but when you remove the fiber out of the juice you're just having pure sugar. It's a sugar bomb. It gets absorbed very quickly because again it doesn't even need to be chewed. There's no fiber and you're drinking it. It's like you might as well just stick it in an IV in your arm. So Ditch all the sugary juice, juices and sugary drinks, especially if they're not around a meal. Do not have sugary drinks in between your meals by themselves. The next thing is do not graze or constantly snack. That goes back to my comment on eating the two to three times a day. You're just feeding this constant spiking. So we want to eat three solid meals a day, an occasional snack when maybe you didn't eat enough, but try to eat three solid meals and go from meal to meal without snacking in between. And in between your meals, don't have sugary drinks. Okay? Now, I know we all like our dessert. I'm not going to tell you you can't have dessert. What I'm going to tell you is eat dessert as a part of your meal. Don't wait two to three hours after you eat to eat the dessert because then you're eating a sugar bomb by itself. If you eat it with your meal, it gets processed with your meal, it blunts the sugar spike. Now, this is probably the most important tip I can give you. Start your day with a savory breakfast that is mostly protein and fat. Do not have that muffin or anything that is just mostly carbohydrates. That just sets your energy levels up to spike right off the bat. When you start your day with protein, eggs, bacon, meat, whatever, have some meat and cheese roll-ups. There's lots of ways to do it to have a protein-rich breakfast. It will keep your energy levels more constant throughout the day because you're not starting with that huge spike. Now for some of you, and I, this is how I started, was a lower carbohydrate diet in general. Eating most of my foods that are lower carb is a huge tool of blunting spikes. Now, do you have to go keto? Not necessarily, but lowering, lowering your overall carbohydrate intake will be a huge benefit, especially if you're noticing lots of spikes. And then don't forget the best way to blunt a spike is to eat a diet that is mostly 
whole, real, unprocessed foods. Processed foods, think of them as being pre-digested, which means everything ends up in your system a lot quicker. So those are my 10 best tips to blunt spikes. I hope you learned something today. But by making these small adjustments to your diet and lifestyle, you can combat the effects of glucose in your system and feel the best and have consistent energy. Until next time, friends. See you later. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you found value in what you heard today, I would be incredibly grateful if you could help spread the word. Sharing is caring after all. Share the podcast with others that will find the information helpful. It's through your support that I can continue to grow and bring more amazing content. And if you have a spare moment, I would truly appreciate it if you could leave a review on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback means the world to me, and it also helps others discover my show. I read every review and take your suggestions to heart, so please don't hesitate to let me know what you think. Remember, you can stay connected with me by following me on Instagram or visiting the website at holistichealthmadesimple.com. I love hearing from our listeners, so feel free to reach out, share your thoughts, ideas, and even suggestions for future episodes. See you later.